From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Ken, what are you guys going to do in the second hour? I don't know. It's a hypothetical. And so we'll have to see what happens. And the time comes. My best Bill Belichick. It's pretty good. Uh, Hypothetical. It's pretty good. But you need a media member asking you a way more pointed question. Like, hey, Ken, on your show, Ken Levick Alive. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. After it hits 1 o'clock, what do you guys plan on talking about for the next 58 or so minutes? Oh. That's a hypothetical. Uh, we get there, we get there. And, and then they, they get back into asking another sad right. question like, or another. So your secondary coach, <laughs> Ken Levick alive Tuesday here on ESPN 106.3. Underdog fantasy. Play it. It's the best fantasy. It's my fantasy. They're just trying to give you money at underdog fantasy. When you sign up for underdog fantasy where there are Dozens of fantasy games tonight, including head-to-head, high-low. There's so many ways to win money on a nightly basis. Not weekly, not monthly, but nightly mm. with Underdog Fantasy, the best fantasy, my fantasy. When you use the promo code WESTPALM, you get your deposit doubled up to $100 at Underdog Fantasy. You see the billboards, you see the TV commercials, you hear me talk about it. It's time to jump aboard the Underdog Fantasy train. Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, the free Underdog Fantasy app, and use that promo code WESTPALM. Get that deposit doubled up to $100 with Underdog Fantasy. Hey, uh, Ken, is Steve Polizino going to be on in mere moments? Uh, well, that's a hypothetical, and I don't know if they're going to be Thanks, Coach Belichick. Appreciate that. He's the president of Good Karma Brands. He is the wise owl of the show. He always brings the brain. Time now for Ask Steve's. Steve Paulette Senior is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made there. Who's next? Get your tickets today at orangebowl.org. You've got mail. Stone, do you think, and you know I was not lying about the high blood pressure reading this morning. Like, that was an absolute fact. 140 over 91. Do you believe that sports worries and what we do on a daily basis has caused my blood pressure to go up? I think that it's scientifically proven. It's not about me believing or not believing. I don't know if it's proven. I think it's possible. I don't wow. think you know it's scientifically proven, actually. Is being scientifically possible? Yeah, probably. So S- Steve Polizziner joins us here. Ask Steve's uh, here uh, on ESPN 106.3. Steve, this is God's honest truth. I had to get a, a physical this morning, a little bit of a checkup, okay? And my blood pressure is at 140 over 91. And you know how much I run. You know that I eat healthy. You know that I take care of myself. And the only thing I can think of not kids, not the, the rigors of everyday life, but sports is what is driving my blood pressure up, and specifically the Jets not going away. The Jets, and I don't want to see Brees Hall get injured, but I thought, <laughs> here we go, the Jets are going to start plummeting down to earth, and then they go get James Robinson, who can also bowl people over, and they still are bothering the Dolphins. Um, 
I have sports worries, and it's time for me to confront them, and that's what we've been doing. What is, what's really, and I know you're a busy man, but what's been hounding your brain? What keeps sticking in there and disturbing you from a sports standpoint? What's your, your biggest sports worry right now? Um, well, first off, uh, hi, guys. Your, it, your blood pressure is high because of just your general anger. <laughs> you always have to be uh-huh. mad about something. Yeah, uh-huh. So right now it's the Jets. Like, do you think the Jets even care? That they're pissing you off. No, no, I don't they don't. Think I think they might. They don't care, but I care about the Jets fans who harass me on a weekly basis because they're sitting mm-hmm. ahead of the Dolphins in the AFC East. Those people care, which makes me care. <laughs> so, so they're getting over on you. God, you're like you're just so easy to rile. You should like be ignoring that. Like, oh, I didn't even know the Jets are having a good season. I'm kind of locked in on FAU, and you know, locked in on. Um, the Dolphins and, you know, thinking about the White Sox offseason, like, oh, and the Jets playing? Steve. That's what you should be doing. Steve, FAU That's what is you be doing. three and five right now. The White Sox just canceled their fan fest for reasons that nobody knows. Uh, and uh, as far as, as anything else sports-wise is concerned, I just came off of three weeks of two a concussion talk. I don't know how right. to even myself out right now. Like, all right, all right, fine, fine. Uh, my thing then can you know, there's a, there are lots of things you could go. The Heat they look terrible. Ugh. Watch last night they look terrible. It's still early, and you know the NBA there's so many runs and there's going to be injuries. Um, the Heat just don't look like they just don't like Jimmy Butler doesn't look active. He doesn't look aggressive. But for me, and it's kind of exacerbated this week because it's down here. You know, live in the PGA Tour. Like, what's going to happen? It's just bizarre there's another tour that has some of the best players in the world playing right where there's a, you know the pga tour you know we have the honda classic right here i, I just it, the whole thing just still continues to not sit well of where is this whole thing going to land steve so I'm that not... one's probably the one that's big biggest probably like if i talk about like sports worries most leagues are in the leagues are in good shape that's we got to that settles. That's a good. I'm glad you brought that up because I have a story for you. Okay, so our young friend Stone Labanowitz, he went ahead and got himself credentialed for Live Golf at Doral. Okay, and that's great and all, and it would have been great to have content from there because it's something different. No matter how you feel about Live Golf, mm. but Stone forgot that he had a wedding. One of his cousins is getting married, right, Stone? That's right. Uh Uh-huh. And when we asked Stone, well, Stone, are you, like, standing up in the wedding? He goes, you know what? I don't know. And had to call his mother for confirmation (laughs) about whether or not he was a groomsman in his cousin's wedding. It turns out Stone's never been to a wedding before and actually had no idea how it works, and so he wasn't (laughs) sure. What are your initial thoughts on that story, Steve? Oh, my. I mean, so many places to go. You've never been to a wedding? Uh, I, I did. I've been in the military for four, five, six years of my life. I've never come home to go to somebody's wedding. I've always been crossed off the list. Oh, Stone can't make it. He's away. He's in another state. Wow. Clearly, you weren't even worth the gift. I mean, just <laughs> give you an invite. Just give you an invite, and you still have to get a present. And wow. I'm, tw- and I'm, tw- I'm 24 years old. People do I'm, not have a high opinion of uh, your uh, gift giving, and, clearly. And, and I'm 24 um, years old. I mean, I don't have any friends that have been now, getting married, so I'm not going to my – it's just be my aunt and uncle or right, something, third, fourth I wedding. I don't understand the, the military part being a viable excuse for not knowing you had a wedding. How did you not know you had a wedding? Don't you have a calendar? And he was – 
Organizational. Also, too, he's talking about football. He's making he's making an analogy like Tom Brady did and apologized for it two weeks ago to playing <laughs> football in the military. As if he didn't see what Tom Brady did and had to apologize for two weeks ago. The judgment on this man, Steve, I think is very, very poor. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah, very questionable. So I don't understand. <laughs> Are, is the wedding a road trip? Like you can't go to the live thing and go to the wedding? Is the wedding, is the wedding in South Florida? Lives in Miami. Yeah, so the, oh. wedding's, the wedding's in Georgia and we're driving. So, you know, rehearsal dinner on Friday night, oh. as is for all weddings, of course. You guys know that. So, yeah, I had to leave early and I'm not able to make the live tournament down in Doral that I was kind of excited to get, to get my eyes on, be there in person. Yeah, I know you're a huge golf enthusiast. That's my point, Kenny. Like, I'm not saying... Um, what that like that? Oh, we hate live. Like it's here. It's it, it exists. It has a lot of the great players that people want to see. People want to go. You know, want to go to it. I had inquiry to go. You know, um, I'm traveling, but you know, I heard a lot of talk about trying to go Friday from people. I've heard a lot of people wanting to go. So it's reality, and I don't know. You know, do the tours merge? Does Greg Norman survive after this year? You know, do the does every do, you know where, where there's a lot of different. Uh, so much talk about where the thing can end up. Let's go ahead and pick the brain of Steve Politino or ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3, the president of Good Karma Brands. And every single week, our fine fans send questions for Steve to answer because he knows something about everything. He is extremely wise, and that's why we have him. Let's go to Lila in Lake Worth. Hi, Steve. Signed up my five-year-old to play soccer. He cries every time it's time to leave the house and go. Once he's there, he loves it, but he has a tantrum every time we leave the house for soccer. I've paid a lot of money. I'm not pulling him out of the league. How do I handle this? Thanks, Steve. Well, your issue isn't, your issue isn't pulling him out of the league because he, he's happy when he's there. By the way, uh, I feel like Ann Landers with a lot of these questions. You know who Ann Landers was? I, I it was do. Like Stone in the newspaper, doesn't. Yeah. Like where you, yeah, I mean, Stone doesn't even know what a wedding is. <laughs> 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 Stone lives under a rock. You know, like, he has these questions. So, look, the issue isn't, isn't that the kid doesn't like soccer. Your issue is change, adaptation, activity, one to the other. you got to start earlier. you got to start much sooner because you know that, when it's time to go, they're not great with going from one thing to the other. That's your bigger issue. This isn't going to be about soccer. This is going to be about life for the kid. So you got to start them much sooner, and you got to provide some simple rewards like, hey, let's get in the car because I have your snack, or let's get in the car because I brought your favorite toy, or something like that. You just got to get that thing moving a little bit earlier so they can be you know, ready to go because then they throw the tantrum. Then by the time they get there, then they got to settle down. And then when it's up, by the time it's time to leave soccer, they're finally happy. You just, you know, this kid has to get, you have to start the process about 15 minutes sooner than you are. And you have to provide some positive inducement mm. to get things rolling. Some, some short, simple reward. Hey, get on your cleats, get on your shin guards. So then we can have a snack and get rolling in the car or, or, or so we can do whatever. I'll put on your favorite song in the car. Let's go. That's good. And Theo is taking notes for when he eventually uh, starts his family with Ashley. That's good stuff. That's valuable information, Theo. So make sure you continue to take notes. You know what? I'm taking notes on it, but also I'm, I'm hoping that we can kind of diversify it. I want to try a bunch of different ones to bring kids out to. Tennis, golf. Mm, uh, you yes. know what I'm saying? Maybe more indoor stuff as well, actually, because I like AC. Because <laughs> so. I like yeah, well, AC. Yeah, yeah. All right, great. It's not what? about you that. that no, no. <laughs> and if you like AC so much, 
but your but your kid likes soc- soccer or something outside. Sit in your car in the AC and watch. <laughs> Why does your kid have to play a sport that you that that's for your comfortability? Why does my kid have to even know about those sports? Oh, you are not ACs. ready to be a parent. You are not ready to be a parent. <laughs> I can't, Thank you, Steve. I can't wait until Theo's kid plays like high lie so he can go inside mm, and enjoy the yeah. AC. Yeah, no, it's going to be on like a, yeah, going to be a gamer. Exactly. <laughs> right, right, same, right, yeah. same thing. Uh, so, so uh, Steve Politzin with us here. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Billy in Boca says, Steve, a 20-year high school reunion is coming up. I've never gone to a high school reunion. Is it worth it to attend my high school reunion? What do you think? Mm, loaded. Hey, I'm there, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, what, Billy, what does Billy look like? Right, is Billy right. better than Billy looks in high school? Is Billy married? <laughs> is Billy happy? Does oh. Billy have unfinished business? Does Billy have mm. unfinished business with some, you know, with some high school, mm. um, you know, uh, tar- targets? Right. I think you got a real, and, it, and are you still friends? Be careful with those. You know, you're still friends with your high school friends. There's so many things to go. All in all, in general, I think the answer is yes. You go, you dread it, you you look for reasons not to go, but then you go and you're happy you did. I think everyone can look back to like where they grew up, how they grew up as part of their foundation, part of what's formulated their personalities. And even in some ways, maybe you want to um, uh, sort of work through, hey, I was this then, now I'm this, and, and um, I'll feel better about myself because now um, some of these folks will get to see you know, what I've become or how I've how I've evolved. I, I see there's very there's really no downside. Easy to make excuses not to go, um, but very little downside to going. You know what? That's that's a good so I've never been to a high school reunion of mine. And honestly over the last five years of of following former high school classmates of mine on Facebook, that's been a a really not overriding, but just sort of a, a reason why I really don't have any desire to go see any of these people. But if I did, I absolutely, Steve, would show up like I was the bleep, like I was the guy. Like, hey, yeah. do you have Lane Kiffin's number? Nope, I do. Check mm. it out. Like, I would totally just. I mean, I would brag about everything. Have you gone to Alabama, Auburn? Have you done? Have you been to Kentucky to call a college basketball game? Oh no, I have. <laughs> but go off on Facebook, youngster. Like for me, wow. I would just roll around like I was the man wow. at a high school reunion. Wow. Yeah, well, you probably got. You're one of those guys. You got a lot of anger from your <laughs> high school days. You got a lot of people <laughs> that you want to show how you've become. And you know what you've become, yep. and uh, you would be, but but you have a great story to tell. Damn right. And I'm sure, unlike you, who are filled with rage and envy, I'm sure others would be like, "Wow, that's really great." Ken loves sports, and I'm so happy <laughs> to see that he's been able to develop a career around it. Yeah, that's right. See, but here's in high school, I was like the short kid. Big ears, hadn't quite grown into those years yet. Puberty was a little late for me, so now I can roll in and be like, "What's up?" Full beard, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Look at look at me. Get them thigh high. Look at how I've aged with my five and a half inch Mm -hmm. inseams in the beard. Let's go. uh, I thought you were going somewhere else with it. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure plenty of guys at the high school reunion will enjoy your five inch inseams. (laughs) That's right, man. Hey, whatever. Whoever's willing to compliment me, I'm totally fine with it. Uh, Steve, we. Uh, we, you're brought to you by the Capital One Orange Bowl. And if you could, tell us a little bit about uh, what's coming up because late December, the Orange Bowl is on the way and it's going to be here before anybody knows it. Friday, December 30th, Kenny. You're right, Hard Rock Stadium, two of the top teams in the nation facing off under the lights in one of college football's oldest 
traditions. It could be the ACC champ or the highest-ranked ACC team if they're in the CFP against someone from Big Ten, SEC, maybe even Notre Dame. I'm not sure right now about Notre Dame. Enjoy thrilling game action, the biggest stars in college football, and the iconic South Florida experience. It's the Capital One Orange Bowl. Legends are made here. Get your tickets today at orangebowl.org. Steve, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Thanks, guys. That is Steve Palatina, the president of Good Karma Brands. Ask Steve's here on ESPN 1063. Uh, a couple more sports worries, real quick, before uh, we uh, we get to some other things. Zach B, will FAU get to a bowl game? That's my worry. Well, Zach, I don't know how to quell your your worry. Uh, I I would hope that FAU can make a run here. I don't think they're going to win a Conference USA title. I still fully stand behind Willie Taggart. I believe in this team. Uh, UAB is going to be a tough matchup Saturday. Then you have a bye week, and then you have uh, Middle Tennessee State. A little PTSD there, Stone. I I suppose. A little Kane's PTSD. I suppose. So it might trickle down to the Owl Gang. That'll be on the road, and then FAU has FIU in the Shula Bowl. That's at least a win. Okay. That's one. And then Western Kentucky comes in to end the season. So I don't know. I don't know. Is there a path there? Yes. But can FAU get consistent? That's the question, and I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea, and I apologize for that. Mike tweets, my beloved Canes not making a bowl. How are we even in the po- this point where we're discussing if the Canes can make a bowl or not? There's no clear, like, obvious path to a mm. bowl game for this team. I mean, between FAU and Miami, it's like, I-, I don't know who I would bank on more making the bowl game right now. Mm. That's tough. I mean, look at where we've come, guys, right? ACC media day. It's you remember, ACC title or bust. You remember after week one? We're doing all this. Week one, we're feeling all right. The Florida Texas, football whip around we did. Oh, we're only seven-point underdogs to Texas A&M. We got this. We can do this. It's been and all downhill since. It's been a what is it called? Well, uphill. The, a landslide. It is just come coming it's, all the way down mm. to the very bottom. What is it doing? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where his analogy went. But I, 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 I can't wait to pound those guys. <laughs> I it learned is just coming all the way downhill right yep. now. Yep. It's uh, well, it's an uphill battle. It's it's harder. Uh-huh. So it's yep. it's been harder. So it's been oh, well, well. Let's just move on. Yeah, let's just move on. It's been tougher. Man, you guys are really trying to erect these analogies. <laughs> Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. When we return, Tom Brady. How do we feel? about him right now do we feel like he's getting what he deserves do we feel badly for him do we feel sympathetic also the yankee season what's the best way to describe it mm. it's theo dorsey wptv news channel 5 wflx fox 29 i'm ken levick i'm live on espn 106. from the nhr and the studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaBicca Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, real quick, want to thank everybody at I Think Financial. Last two Mondays, shred days, first at the Delray location, then yesterday Stone and I were at the Boca location. We appreciate that being gracious hosts, even though we just did nothing but distract their business. Uh, That's all we did. Stone and I were legitimately there hindering I think financial's ability to help its customers. But y'all were so polite with your little whisper voices. Well, Stone was so thrown off. <laughs> the Stone Stone was like, well, here's what I think. 
about Tua. I was having a hard time yesterday. <laughs> but we thank everybody at I Think Financial. Thank you for having us. And it's the first in our five-part series of Ken Levick Alive Goes to Quiet Places. So we're going to... Well, we were we already did the financial institution. Mm. We're going to be at the Stewart Library next week. <laughs> yeah. You know where you guys should go? Where? Lone Depot Park. <laughs> Wow. I like that. Well done. Wow. And uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a show from a uh, a random <laughs> funeral in the Lake Worth area in a couple of weeks' time. So stay tuned. I we'll post it online. Wait till, the, wait till say, the regular season is back going, and then go to Lone Depot. You'll be fine. You'll be. <laughs> I say we make a trip up to the streets of Houston when the uh, Phillies sweep these oh Astros here God. in the World Series. You think that that has zero chance of happening? Mm, oh, okay. write it down. <laughs> Zero chance of happening. Astros get swept by Phillies. All right, we'll revisit this in a couple of days. I think financial. Our community needs your help. Donate today. Support the I Think Community Foundation, the I Think Community Foundation's mission to improve the lives of children and families in our communities. Each year, the I Think Community Foundation hosts jingle bells at the branches where children in need can come and enjoy activities, holiday treats, and a special guest appearance right from the North Pole. Who could that be? Donate at ithinkfi.org foundation or show support by purchasing a jingle bells icon at your nearest branch. Visit ithinkfi.org locations to find your branch or call 1-800-873-5100. I Think Financial and the I Think Community Foundation. Stone, where are we going to on the phones? We're going to Tony in West Palm Beach. Tony in West Palm. What's up, Tony? What up, what up, what up? LaVica, uh, when I caught the show, what I heard was uh, 140 over 91. What was that? The, uh, yeah, 140. From the Heat game last night? <laughs> oh. oh, Tony, you beat the Magic last night. Chill out, Knicks fan. Oh, just- by the, by, by the way, Jeanette and Ken LaVica, y'all got the bottom of the East right now. What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even right, say so. anything to that, Tony. Hey, man, you know what I mean? When the Knicks winning, it's just a beautiful day. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yo, um, <laughs> and we're not winning by like 100 points. We're actually winning with some good scoring. But, yo, uh, you talked about Tom Brady, 45 years old. He looks like what he's supposed to be, a 45-year-old yeah. statue. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the GOAT. Shout out to him. He gets enough props, but he probably should have cut it a year early. It sucks to hear Ben Roethlisberger talking about how he's enjoying life and doing it up and, you know what I mean, then <laughs> on the other side of things. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Jeanette messed up that man's whole marriage or whatnot, but, uh-huh. you know what I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> now, as far as what was the other question y'all was throwing out there? Oh, uh, the, uh, your the most pressing season? Yeah, the Yankees season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about your most pressing sports yeah. word, but also the Yankees season. Like, what? what is the best word to describe the Yankees season now that it's over being swept out in the ALCS? I got two words, which is just basically uh, the Yankee season as a Yankees fanatic was a wet fart. More or less, it was a wet <laughs> fart because of the simple mm. fact that it was all, it was it was close to being the shiz, uh-huh. but it ended up being a wet fart. <laughs> so you already know what time it is, yo Theo. I hope to see you at the show this weekend. Don't be dipping all quick with two with two drinks in your hand like like. Like uh, George Jefferson, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like last time. I, I, man, I had to get right, man. I had some things Wait, to Tony, attend to. Wait, Tony, what happened? What Uh-oh. happened? Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, he's talking about for nah, the, for be, the, for the card show. Oh, for you the, So for, at the Palm Beach Kennel yeah, Club, they, Tony, he just avoided you? He cold-shouldered you with a couple of drinks in hand? 
Oh, no, no, no. He didn't big time me. No, no, no. But he was, you know what I mean? He was walking off because I guess the show was over or whatnot. But my man was walking out of there like George Jefferson with two drinks. Big time. That's my man. That's the only way to do it, Tom. You already know y'all show's the best show out there. You know how it goes down. Stone, Kent, y'all all do y'all thing. Jeanette, Bill, y'all my peoples. Peace to y'all. What up? Appreciate you, Tony. The Yankee season is a wet fart. Think about it. It's tough. Think about it. For most franchises, I know for me as a White Sox fan, get to the ALCS, I don't care how it ends, that's a success. That, especially since the White Sox were arguably the most disappointing team in all of baseball this year. Yeah. Like, period. Point blank. If you're the Yankees, though, and you get swept out of the ALCS, you did not close the gap between you and the Astros at all. The Astros do absolutely own the Yankees. Oh, the daddy. That's right. That's but right. all through that, you have a new American League home run leader. How do you how do you weigh what Aaron Judge did and the historic chase with how the season ended for the Yankees? Did you enjoy the season more than you now hated it? Or how do you balance that if you're a Yankees fan? Because honestly, all the Aaron Judge stuff, he didn't set a record in my opinion. He did. There's no American League record. All Aaron Judge did was force the Yankees to throw down a blank check to a guy who hit 063 in the ALCS. I think if you're, I mean, that's the way I look at it. If you're a Yankees fan, I think it's a great spot to use it as an excuse of how this Aaron Judge and the 62 potentially hurt you guys moving forward in the playoffs. Like it was too close to the playoffs. Like it went on too long and took the energy out of each and every one of these guys. So I think it's an excuse for them at this point of why they've gotten swept out of the ALCS. Did you enjoy the Yankees season more or did you hate the Yankees season more based on how it ended? I'm curious, Yankees fans, did you enjoy it more than you hated it or did you hate it more than you enjoyed it? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. And I think, of course, the Yankees being the Yankees contributes to this conversation because Yankees standard is not the same as Royals standard. Yankee standard is not the same as Diamondback standard. But I also would argue that the Aaron uh, Aaron Judge home run obsession doesn't get nearly the amount of publicity and the blowout coverage and the cut-ins into college football games that Aaron Judge did if it was someone playing for... uh, The Angels. uh, Yeah, the the, the Angels or the Rangers or something along those lines. So how do you weigh what Aaron Judge did with how the Yankees actually finished up. And I don't know, like, by Yankee standards, I'd almost say I understood if Yankees fans thought the Aaron Judge thing was a waste of time. Well, it, you, can, you can't – I don't want to take away from what Aaron Judge did because it still was yeah, a great season. special moments, but what ultimately was it? It wasn't a record. It wasn't a record. It was a made-up record that, one, that made fans of the Yankees and people that like to see chases feel good. So that's one thing. But what it was was it was a guy that was in a contract year that went out to go get his money. That's and what it looked like back. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for sure. me, I'm looking at it from the outside looking in, and also as an Astros fan, to me, the, the Yankee season was like a nice pinstripe-shaded speed bump for the Astros to get over just to get into the World Series. But that's another story. Wow. I think it was nice. It was a good season. For the fifth time in a row, they made the ALCS, and for the fifth time in a row in the ALCS, they lost. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess they didn't make it five straight years, but what right. I'm saying is the past five the, ALCSs they've made. All, all of their last five ACs, yes. ALCSs, yes. And, and I'm, you know, so to me, just knowing these things, not even being baseball guy, but just being able to celebrate a guy getting the bag from the Yankees and the Yankees getting swept out of the playoffs, it was a glowing success. I just, there are so many question marks with the Yankees. Are they really going to hang on to Aaron Boone? Aaron Boone, who just clowned himself. Uh, what really hurt us is the open roof in Houston. What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? That makes no sense. Basing who you're bringing in out of the bullpen based on where you're at in the Astros batting order? What is that? Lanes? Discussing lanes? What is that? But then there is really the Arc de Triomphe of the Aaron Boone clownery in the playoffs. And that is the hype video that he and the mental health coach of the Yankees attempted to use to inspire the Yankees to come back from down three games to none in the ALCS. And what was it? Well, it was Aaron Boone's 2004 Yankees team being come back on from three (laughs) games to none by the Red Sox and Michael Kay. And I want Michael Kay, our teammate at ESPN New York, who is the TV voice of the Yankees on the Yes Network. You want to hear a man secure in his role with the Yankees because he absolutely torched the Yankees yesterday on his radio show? Listen to this from Michael Kay. The Yankees have a mental skills coach. He put together a video of the 2004 Red Sox coming back from 03 down. How, in baseball God's name, (laughs) can you be so tone-deaf as an organization as if to do that? How can you be that tone-deaf? This man calls Yankees games. I mean, talk about bad optics. Forever. Are you out of your mind? Do you know that I talked to three players from the 04 team? They were outraged by the fact that their failure was being used as motivation for the 2022 team. (laughs) How could you do that? Oh, no. It would be like somebody from Lincoln's family, and you're trying to teach them about shootings and theaters, and you use their dad as an example (laughs) of how to avoid it. I mean, are you out of your mind? And then to make it worse, Eduardo Perez, who's doing the game with Dan Schulman on ESPN Radio, has Aaron Boone FaceTime with David Ortiz and or, or, Ortiz supposedly uh, gave some uh, uh, advice about how to co- if I'm Aaron Boone and I know that Dave, Eduardo Perez tried to walk it back well you know they were joking around about the Philadelphia Eagles or whatever and that but no 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 here Aaron Boone has to say to David Ortiz or to Edward no thank you but no that's that we're not going there And here's the amazing thing, Don and Peter. They told the media. They told the media. Aaron Boone told the media. Oh, yeah, we put together a tape of the 04 Red Sox. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. I hate to do it because I I don't want it done on the show. If George Steinbrenner were alive today, somebody would be fired to do something like that. That's tone deaf. 
You're going to use the darkest moment in Yankees history, the darkest moment on field in, in Yankee history, where they blow a 3 0 lead, the only team to ever do that, and you're going to use that as motivation for the 2022 Yankees. Didn't you have any video? Wow. That man calls Yankees games on television. Yeah. And he just eviscerated the New York Yankees and went after their manager. If you've lost Michael Kay, I have a feeling Aaron Boone's a done deal. Holy hell. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I brought a torch like that to any FAU coach, to Willie Taggart or to basketball coach Dusty May? I'll be honest. I do not fear secure enough in my employment (laughs) with Florida Atlantic to ever do anything like that. That is unprecedented that is incredible and he's not wrong what are the Yankees doing especially Aaron Boone taking a FaceTime from David Ortiz for TV purposes with his team down three games to none it's almost as if Aaron Boone is actively just trying to lose his job it (laughs) holy god it's kind of unfathomable some of the things that Aaron Boone and the Yankees have done so I'm so Michael K doing that is not it makes it less egregious. That's incredible. Because he's not just criticizing them for losing, right? He's criticizing the acts around he, he, it. He's basically calling them embarrassments. Yeah. That he sold out, that Aaron Boone sold out the franchise. That this mental health coach sold out the franchise. This is Michael Kay, who for almost as long as I've been an adult, even back into my teenage years, calls games on the Yes Network, and he just took a torch to the mighty New York Yankees. And good God, I'm not a Yankees fan, but Rob Damo by Michael <laughs> K. That was perfectly said. The Yankees, as annoying as they are and their fans are, that's the proudest organization maybe in all of North American yeah. sports, maybe all of world sports. Aaron Boone, after all that, can never walk into that clubhouse again. And then can't do it. And so you've proposed the question, right? Are they going to keep Aaron Boone? My question to you then is how much does he play a role? Because Garrett Cole led the league in strikeouts. Aaron Judge led the league in home runs. Like, the pieces are there. But then what happened in the postseason? But then what happened in the postseason? And at that point, how much blame does come down on Aaron Boone? Because Garrett Cole pitched somewhat of a good game in that elimination game. Or I guess that, you know, they they ended up still (laughs) losing. And you have a guy like Aaron Judge... That, you know, when he comes up to the plate, like, he's expected to do something magical. And all the pieces are there. Like, they have the lineup. All the position players. Like, how much of this actually is on Aaron Boone when it comes to X's and O's? Maybe the Yankees aren't spending enough. (laughs) Well, they aren't. Yankees fans would tell you they're not spending enough. Yeah. Uh, John Heyman, New York Post, had a story about how Steinbrenners need to open up the purse strings and spend Yankee money. Not refined Yankee money, but back to old days, early 2000s, throw blank checks around money. Right, and how sure are we that Aaron Judge is going to be in a Yankees uniform next season? What's that percentage? We're not. We're not. It's got to be, what, 70, 30, 70? Yes, he Probably. comes back, Buster there's still only, 30 there. Buster only thinks it's going to happen, but boy, in the back of Yankees fans' minds, you know what would continue to just, you know, like the uh, at stadiums, they have those digital bands around the arena where the, the, the sponsorship yes. and mm-hmm. uh, the tickers. Yeah, the, 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 the tickers. I, that would be constantly going around my brain. 063, 063, 063. Aaron Judge's batting average in the mm-hmm. ALCS mm-hmm. while you're paying him. Three hundred and fifty million dollars. 
He was going up against some dogs, though, man. You know, it, yeah, that was his, his average. But, but that's I mean, it's Astros. But when you're Aaron about. Judge, He's the dog. All right, I hear you. When you're Aaron Judge, and he hasn't been a miserable playoff performer. That ALCS was miserable. <laughs> hey, man. He's a shell of himself in the playoffs. Like at this point, it's no secret. It's, but it, it's, it's not. Different. It's not helping though when your your manager is saying after game two, oh, what really hurt us was the the roof being open, because an Aaron Judge fly ball got knocked down. And the only stadium in baseball where that would have been a home run is Yankee Stadium. I mean, that's that in and of itself, I would have said if I was I was Hank Steinbrenner, hey, uh, yeah. I don't think it's going to work anymore. I, I think that's probably 10 times worse than Rob Sala, head coach of the New York Jets. Ta- taking receipts. Taking receipts. Hey, hey, yeah. hey, but Rob Sala, is, it's, 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 it's time for him to bring those receipts out. Has he done that yet? Because he took them. And now they're winning, well, so he, he needs to hurry up and cash in. No, you got to act like you've been here before. He'll pull the receipts when they end the season, what, uh, 10 and 6? 9 and or, 8. Or 10 and 7. Or, you know, yeah. 9 and 8, you're not pulling any receipts. That's a problem. <laughs> you don't want to start pulling them now and then finish the season 9 and 8. Yeah. And be, and well, you, you got to do it while you're on top, man, because I don't know how long it's going to last. They just lost Brees Hall. They brought in James Robinson, an undrafted free agent. I mean, yeah, I don't know. yeah. I, I did want to address the Brees Hall thing, Ken, because I think it's it's quite a conversation. You talked about your blood pressure uh-huh. and these Brees Hall things. Let's just put that into perspective, right? Because wives, girlfriends, they all think we're absolutely nuts. So Ken Levick is watching this Jets team win games, right? Brees Hall goes on a 72-yard rushing touchdown, just absolutely blows this defense Beating out. Beating backup quarterbacks along the way, just a, yeah. a trail of dead backup quarterbacks along right. this path of destruction. So your blood pressure is raising, you know, your rate of depression is fastening. Like, you're mm-hmm. like, this is really bad. The Jets my are- blood pressure, the 141, the systolic portion of my blood pressure is more than Zach Wilson has thrown four in a game pretty much any point this season. <laughs> absolutely, that is a fact. And there's still... A Steelers game, he got 200, I think. So, so... <laughs> <laughs> Good quarter in his whole career. So your blood pressure goes up, right, when you see Brees Hall hit the sideline. Then all of a sudden we learn that this guy tears his ACL. All these fantasy owners, all these Dolphins fans, it's like smoking a joint, right, that he tears his ACL. It's like a a cigar? Yeah, it's like smoking a cigar. It's just like we get to celebrate, and it's like, what are we doing in this world of sports? We're not celebrating the injury of Brees Hall. But but, I'm saying maybe they'll return to the mean now. Right, and it's brought your blood pressure down. Mm -hmm. You know, another player's injury. I love it. It's it's where we are. It's how much we're addicted to sports. It is just hilarious, right? This guy hits the sideline, touchdown. Oh, I hate my life. He's injured. Oh, wait, hold on. I get to breathe. Now we but have a chance now. It's it's just so lovely, the world of sports. Everybody has the same reaction when a guy like Brees Hall goes down is they go into the fantasy league and they check and see who has Brees Hall on their roster because you know exactly. it's not you. It's the truth. And it's it's sick. But it's it is, sick. It is kind of like because if there wasn't for fantasy football and you're not a Jets fan, then Brees Hall's injury means nothing to your life. Right. And your livelihood. And but you do feel bad. You're like, you do oh, feel man, bad. This guy like, was basically running away with the offensive rookie oh, of the he year. Was, he's, he was a savage. I mean, top three running back this mm-hmm. year at the very least. Not just fantasy, but just in general. He was a dog. He was their offense. Yep. I mean, so, I, yeah. But it is. I, I get what you're saying, Stone. It's but awesome. I don't want to make it seem like Ken is on an that, island. No, he's. Oh, that, that was my point. That Brees was my Hall point. It's not like I saw Brees Hall get hurt and I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. That guy. I, I was like, that sucks. That I wasn't sucks. saying that. I was yeah, just yeah, saying yeah. there are millions of us out there who, yes, who, yes, yes, who yes. do that and face it every single like, week. That fan base doesn't deserve him. So I can mock the fan base, but I'm not mocking <laughs> Brees yeah, yeah, Hall. Yeah, yeah. Brees Hall, good guy. Hope he gets better. Yeah. But the fan base, yeah, they're, they're a lot of jerks. It's like a disclaimer. It's like, oh, man. Brees, get well soon and request. To trade, yes. How about that? <laughs> Ooh, come on over to Kansas City. All right, Kansas City. What you're we doing? Use, we can use another weapon in Kansas City. No, 
uh, uh. What I saw them, the way they used McCole Hardman on Sunday, I you know what? They don't sick. need another weapon. I was sick. What they're able to do with this guy, no way. Miko Hartman, like getting all those touchdowns. Tyreek Hill, who yeah. at that point was what I was seeing him do. Yeah. <sighs> Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists. They could definitely help Brees Hall. They specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. And one more reminder, get in tonight, Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, the free Underdog Fantasy app, and do not, don't you dare forget the promo code, West Palm, one word, double that deposit up to $100, play some high lows, NBA high low tonight on Underdog Fantasy, the Underdog Fantasy app, so easy to download, it's right there for you, and double your deposit up to $100 by using the promo code West Palm, that's the best fantasy, Underdog Fantasy. Theodore, CWP TV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do it. Do not let South Florida fool you. Woke up this morning and Theo, that air was crisp Mm. by South Florida standards. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Felt good. This is not the norm. For those of you that moved on here in the last year, that's not the norm. It is hot, and it is gross, and at least 320 days out of the year. It's a full-time thing, year-long, your AC. And that's why you need a good, dependable AC unit. And that's why you need to take advantage now of the EDS Winter Blowout Sale. The EDS Blowout Sale, all in-stock units right now. You can get up to a $750 rebate on all in-stock units with the EDS blowout sale. EDS air conditioning, EDS is yes. They're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. So what you want to do is go to edsairconditioning.com and check out more about this blowout sale. Again, you can get a rebate savings up to $750 on all in-stock units. They are clearing out their remaining stock of new AC units. They're making way for the 2023 systems. It's limited. So you got to get a hold of them ASAP. This is the time to get a new AC unit. If you've been in the market, this is the time because EDS can save you big money up to a $750 rebate on all in-stock AC units with EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. That's EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. EDSAirConditioning.com. I'm looking over at this tin foil stone that Theo has on the table here. What was that? That was your lunch? It was a little, uh, a little uh, bacon, egg, and cheese type breakfast sandwich on a bagel. You put that in the microwave, all wrapped <laughs> up like that. So here's, here's how here. am I made fun of for not knowing that I'm not a groomsman at a wedding when this guy put an entire tin foiled sandwich in the microwave <laughs> and almost killed all of us here at ESPN West Palm. Here's my defense: the sandwich is in the foil, right? And it looks obvious now because you see the sandwich in the foil in front of you. When I was handed the sandwich, it was in the foil wrapped in a brown paper bag, right? So I never opened up the brown paper bag to see that the sandwich was in a foil inside the bag. So when I put the bag in the microwave, warmed it up for about 10 seconds. You started hearing explosions and seeing sparks. 
I said, well, that's, that's, uh, it's only been 10 seconds, so that's a little odd. So I pull it out, and then I see the foil. So it was more so me not knowing versus me being negligent. I don't know about that, Stone. Why I would you check the bag? It's a big paper bag, too. Yeah, like, why would they just slide a sandwich into a brown <laughs> paper like, bag? Like, sometimes it's in like a paper wrapper ring. That's a, a good call. A why breakfast would sandwich would you? fall apart. Yeah. No, no, no. You're, I mean, you're right. You're right. It's early. It was early when I bought the sandwich. It was like 10.45 a.m. This man almost burned down the office for a bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast sandwich. I know. Might I add, it was great. I knew I would have sued. Eat really quick. <laughs> Going would, after Theo's money. I would have sued the bagel shop. That sold me the sandwich. For, for following standard procedure, you would have sued the, the bagel shop. They How dare you wrap my sandwich in Tim Foyle to keep it to warm? To keep it together. That's a lawsuit. Litigation. <laughs> hey. What does this fancy music mean? Ah, yes, it's the feel of horses. It's the feel of competitive international polo. It is the FIP World Polo Championship. Saturday, the opening ceremonies in Wellington at the USPA National Polo Center. The World Polo Championship goes through November 6th. The 35-year-old tournament started with 25 countries. It's down to eight. The hosts, United States. The defending champions, Argentina, Mexico, Italy, Spain, Australia, Pakistan, Uruguay. and of course, Uruguay. You can catch Almost. the U.S. and Australia on ESPN News. That's right, the worldwide leader covering the World Polo Championships. Right in our own backyard in Wellington. Go to USPAPro.com, USPAPro.com. Be a part of the FIP World Polo Championships, October 29th through November 6th. U.S. Polo Association Field Number One at the USPA National Polo Center. USPAPro.com. USPAPro.com. All right, guys. I've had a few things ready for you guys, but I haven't been able to deliver them in two hours. You guys would enjoy it. Don't, don't, don't look at me weird. But I've been wanting to get these ones off. Our well, this uh, should be good. Our, uh, is Tom Brady buccaneering a disaster? I thought that. Ken Levick would have read Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Buccaneering like a disaster? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry, good. I just never been able to implement no, them in the two hours, like so I want to get okay. them off now. What else you got? Who stands pat at QB? It was, was, my, was my Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones one. Okay. At, oh. So, because it's the Patriots and they're standing pat. Mm-hmm. That was good. That's right. I never could was, implement them. I apologize that I have to deliver them now. But you were ready, though. Yeah, I was. I was thinking the whole time. But is Tom yeah. Brady buccaneering a disaster? And who stands pat at QB? Wow. That's pretty good. That's not, that's not bad. I'm actually pretty proud of you. Figured you guys would appreciate it. By the way, real quick, before we say goodbye, <laughs> we can expand a little bit uh, on this tomorrow. Do we feel bad for Tom Brady, or is he getting what he deserves? He gets what he deserves. Yeah. He cheated He's a lot a of loser. times He's in New England. He's a cheater. Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Practicing good empathy here on Ken Levick Alive. <laughs> Thanks for sharing your worries with us. I'll show empathy, unlike these two cold-hearted gentlemen. Is what it is. That's Theo. He's going to try and burn down the office. That's Stone. He doesn't know what a groomsman is. (laughs) I'm Ken, and I have high blood pressure. Bye.